Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to wrap up the book of Esther. It's been a great journey. I've certainly enjoyed it myself, being reminded of all these great truths in this great story. And the two themes that we've talked about over and over have been the sovereignty of God and human responsibility. And it's difficult in our heads to fully fit these together because on one hand, we believe, and the Bible clearly teaches, that God is absolutely sovereign. He's absolutely in control of every detail of our lives. We saw that in this story. If you remember all the providential things that happened, you remember Mordecai overheard this the conversation about the two guys who were wanting to take out King Ahasuerus, and he just happened to be the right place in the right time. You can't make that up. You remember that King Ahasuerus, one night he couldn't sleep, and in his insomnia, he asked the book of memorable deeds and the chronicles to be read to him, and that reminded him of Mordecai, who had tipped off this assassination plot, which spun into, into effect a bunch of events that led to Mordecai's life being spared by the king, Haman being executed by the king, the Jewish people being saved. And so there's no question that God is completely sovereign over the events of our lives and not just the lives of his own people, his covenant children, but over everything. Bible says that God raises up kings and he puts them down. We've seen that in other aspects of scripture. The other component here is the element of human responsibility. That is also true that even though God's completely sovereign over everything, he still relies on people to do things in real time. It's not like we can just sit back and God's plan unfolds magically without human involvement. He uses humans. So you remember Mordecai, when he heard that assassination plot, he didn't just sit there with that information. He told it to the powers that be so they could be found out. If Mordecai hadn't have spoken up and if he hadn't been bold, that wouldn't happen. If Esther had not put her life at risk and gone to appeal to the king on behalf of her people, and if she hadn't been real shrewd about it by giving a feast two two days in a row to King Ahasuerus and Haman, this stuff is all part of the human involvement in God's plan that is also very, very important. So we talked about how do we discern what God is calling us to do, you and me. And of course, it might not be as high profile as what Esther and Mordecai did, of course, but it's what God's calling us to do nonetheless in our everyday lives, with our families, with our neighbors, in our job, with our money, with our time, et cetera, et cetera. And hopefully these devotions have stirred in you some thoughts about what it is exactly that God is calling you to do where he has placed you. Let's look quickly at chapters 9 and 10 and wrap this up. And you know that in chapter 8, the Jews are going to be spared. Haman has been hanged. Mordecai has been spared. Mordecai has been raised up to a high position in the kingdom, and everything is going well for the Jews and the people of God. Here it is in chapter 9, verse 1. Now, in the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, the thirteenth day of the same month, when the king's command and edict were about to be carried out, on the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain mastery over them, the reverse occurred. The Jews gained mastery over those who hated them. Amazing turn of events. Go down to verse 6. 
in Susa, the citadel itself, Jews killed and destroyed 500 men and also killed the 10 sons of Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews. And then let's go down to verse 20. And Mordecai recorded these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, obliging them to keep the 14th day of the month of Adar and also the 15th day of the same month year by year as days on which the Jews got relief from their enemies and as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness and from mourning into holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness." And finally, in verse chapter 10, verse 3, For Mordecai the Jew was second in rank to King Ahasuerus, and he was great among the Jews and popular with the multitude of his brothers, for he sought the welfare of his people and spoke peace to all of his people. So this huge reversal has happened. I love how it talks about in verse 1 of chapter 9, how the, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to gain mastery over them, but the reverse occurred. And we've mentioned this a couple times in the book of Esther, but I'm going to mention it one more time because I think it's the linchpin of this book. It is a metaphor of the gospel. You think about who hates us more than anybody. It says that the Jews gained mastery over those who hated them. Well, who hated them? It was Haman. It was the people that Haman was stirring up to wipe them out. Who hates us more than anybody? Obviously, Satan. And just when it looks like Satan's got his grasp on us and we're going to be drugged down with him because we are born into sin and we are infected with that sin and it plays itself out in our everyday lives. God is a holy and righteous God, and he can't be in fellowship with sinful man. And so there's no alternative except for us to die and spend eternity separated from God. And that's just the verdict. And it's just, and it's righteous, and we've got nowhere to go, and we've got nothing to stand on. Just when it looks like Satan has won, God in his love for us sends Jesus, his son, to live a perfect life that we can't live, to die on the cross and rise on the third day, having paid the penalty for sin, which is death. And God sets up this transaction whereby if we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we can have his righteousness on us. We can be clothed in his righteousness. We can have the penalty that we deserve to pay. Mark paid death on our behalf through what Jesus has done. And just when it looks like Satan wins, God rescues us and reverses the outcome. Not only that, but one the scripture down here in, in verse 22 says that in that month that they set up to celebrate, they turned from sorrow into gladness. They turned from mourning into a holiday. There's a song we used to sing in college at, at a gathering, a worship gathering weekly uh, called, I forget the name of it, but the, it was... The lyrics were, I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my shame, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness, I'm trading my pain, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I am pressed but not crushed, I'm persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. I am blessed beyond the curse, for his promise will endure that his joy is going to be my strength. And Lord, through your gospel, you have rescued us, you have reversed our outcome so that those of us who know Christ aren't going to be drugged down by Satan into the pit, but we're going to be exalted by Jesus Christ through faith in him by you to heavenly heights in the next life and great impact and purpose in this life. Lord, would you encourage folks who are listening to this along those lines tonight? 
pray in Jesus' name, amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.